is anything grinding your gears this week, Eric? Mm. You know, I've I've been in a state of supreme but cautious chill since Tuesday, November third. Oh, since Tuesday, yeah. my chill—it was not chill Tuesday into Wednesday. Since like Friday. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was a it's a nail biting seventy two hours. And uh... well, it on on Tuesday itself, it didn't look good. No. <laughs> No, good God! Like people were people in the comments on like Reddit and stuff were jumping off buildings. It was like, ugh. I was really trying to like maintain yeah. this level of optimism, oh, and yeah. it, it got tough in this house because both of us are inclined to be like, "Oh fuck, this is over." <laughs> um, yeah. So it got tough. Yeah. But then I woke up the next morning and Lindsay was like, so Biden's leading in Georgia and Nevada. And, and I was like, what? Yeah. 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 Um, it, it's, it's actually symbolic as hail. One of my neighbors across the street, I don't even think there's someone who lives on my street, but they appear to visit that house a okay. bunch. Giant beater ass truck Two huge fucking trump flags coming out the back the worst and and normally they come down and they when they whenever they pull in it's like one of those trucks you can hear coming from like a mile away as they're rolling coal down the main road Uh um but in, in a stroke of absolute poetic justice that piece of shit truck has been broken down in its spot for like a week now that nice. I've seen them coming out trying to like do stuff to it, trying to get it to start. Its and spirit just... gave out. Oh god! You know, this is the first episode we both are drinking coffee. Mm. Ooh, your mug is much fancier. I have it's a it, it's a Yeti tumbler. We we aren't endorsed by Yeti, but I will endorse them. Oh yeah, I'll I'll, I'll back that up. I have I have Yeti water bottle. I have. I know Very it's not expensive, the same company, overly I, expensive, but you know what? You do get a quality product. Buy it for life. And they sell the Yeti coolers on the new supermarket sweep. And I don't know how everybody isn't going to those like $600 coolers. Have you been watching the new supermarket sweep? I have sweep? not, but I've seen your... It's amazing. ...ululations about... If there's one good thing that has come out of this quarantine, it is my discovery of Supermarket (laughs) Sweep. We binged the original David Rubrecht seasons. We, including the weird first season when they made him wear these sweaters. He has these Cosby (laughs) show-esque sweaters on. They're so terrible, and we're like, what wardrobe supervisor was like, this is the look. This is it. This is what we got to go for. So anyway, I'm all about Supermarket Sweep. I need, I need to watch is, some Supermarket Sweep. It's so good now. There's They they introduced these, like, sub-characters, like these small, like, employees of the store characters, which, like, in theory, I think I like. But in practice, I'm like, ugh, get rid of these people. <laughs> so, so are these like okay? I, now I have questions. Um, yeah. So are these are these characters invented by the show? Oh, okay, they are. They're, so I think they're using their real names, like it's the actors' names. Mm-hmm. But like they have a security guard who Leslie pulls in just to berate. Let he me guess. Shows- he got big old belly. No, gotta, no, okay, not really. But anyway, they call Neil. She call. She Neil. goes, Neil. What do I always say? And he has some stupid line like, "Uh, don't play my own bluegrass in the store." And she's like, "No." Besides that, and he goes, "If you're not playing, be quiet." The so they have that guy. Uh huh. They have a couple of vendors. Uh, they have a barista. Like you can get, you can get somebody's coffee for an extra two hundred and fifty, I think it is dollars, which is a which is a good thing. Modernization of grinding the coffee yeah. in the original yeah, show. Yeah. I tell you, I knew none of this six months ago. Uh, 
But anyway, so the barista, she's like scatterbrained and she just is like delaying getting you the coffee. That's a fine character. But the one that's the weirdest uh-huh. is DC, the checkout guy. Okay. So he 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 only ever has like one line and it's weirdly sexual. So Leslie oh. Jones comes over. This this was spoiler alert for this past episode. She she goes like, "DC, you're going to get busy checking out everybody." And he goes, "Oh, I love getting busy, baby." <laughs> All right. All right. And okay. And I'm just like, "Why?" But it, is, but other than that, I really love the reboot. I can't believe this episode is going to start with me promoting Supermarket Sweep. And Yeti, please give us money, both of you. Oh, man. Money, please. Okay, here we go. So, so now, now, Matthew, I face, I face an existential dilemma as I often do on our program. Uh huh. So we, we now, we've, we've transformed. We have, we have grown and evolved. I think I know what you're going to about to bring up. <laughs> I'm, I'm not mad. I, I think I know what is uh, going to come out of your mouth. So what we used to call, or may still call, I don't know in this strange new evolution, this chrysalis we have emerged from. Should I introduce this show first? You really should. Okay. Welcome to the fourth episode of You Didn't Ask For This. My name's Matt Shane. My name is Eric Poach. I think. Now, Eric, please continue. We called it quick questions in the last one. Quick questions. We did. See, that's Um, how fast. Although one of our listeners and in some ways architect of this podcast, Megan Stanton, (laughs) came up with another good name, which (laughs) uh, I wanted to talk about anyway, which is, um, well, you kind of asked for this. (laughs) damn it and then i realized that like truly we are asking people but you know percentage wise the you in the title didn't ask for this still applies to it's very true and that i mean on one hand it is a testament to how brave our show is like how forward thinking we are that our show is evolving faster than we can record it absolutely mavericks some would call us yes trailblazers but i do i'd be remiss if i didn't bring up the fact so now our our segment which you kind of didn't ask for this formerly known as quick questions knee quick hits (laughs) (laughs) it didn't get married (laughs) that is now going to be actually like the format of our entire show like our show is just going to be like we're just going to talk through these at the for the at the very least this episode this episode is Going to be entirely quick questions. By next month, I plan to have an entire episode of questions that aren't even questions. They're statements. The, they're just statements? Yes. A fact? So, which means we no longer have, in the traditional sense, a main segment. It's true. But in, in other ways, the quick questions has become... Main segment. Yeah. I don't know how many more times I'm going to get to say that because Matt, our show is so brave and so new. I don't. Old segment. See, I hate that. (laughs) (laughs) I hate it so much. But but for the good for for the good of our show Mm. and not being mired in the past, I will still use every opportunity possible to sing my main segment jingle. I think you should. But I will. But Ooh, I have a, can, can I make a suggestion? Please. Could you sing the intro to Quick Questions to the tune of the theme song from the main segment? <sighs> Give it a shot. Okay. See how it feels. Okay. Shake it out. 
Warm up if you have to. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, I'm just going to do some gratuitous actor warm-ups. Please. Why are you doing it that way? You know that's not how you do it. <laughs> they don't know that. <laughs> um, okay, so here we go. Quick question. Yeah, mixed mixed reviews. Not really sure how I feel about it. Quick questions. Uh, so the questions we've picked from our listenership that they did, in fact, ask for. We 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 procured some Thanksgiving themed questions this time around. Isn't that exciting? Mm-hmm. And so we we will intersperse those with some non Thanksgiving themed questions as well. And I think I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be a good, good time. Oh, it's going to be a hoot. It's what the people want. Um, Eric. Yes. Do we have any other announcements or updates? Of course. Well, I should say, if you have any questions, which you should, again, backbone of the um, the podcast, send them over to you didn't ask for this gmail.com or you didn't ask pod that's the letter you didn't ask pod on instagram or twitter again no one really follows us on twitter we've got we're we're really hitting the ground running on instagram though whoo eric yes i got a quick question for you go on man is your stuffing mostly bread or meat and that comes from good friend of ours alex kafarak um so i i have had one stuffing my entire fucking life uh-huh. And that has been Stouffer's, you know, stovetop stuffing. Oh, sure. Yeah, the classic. It wasn't until late high school that I think I ever ate stuffing that wasn't Stouffer's stovetop stuffing. And when I discovered what, like, actual stuffing was, mm-hmm. I was disgusted. Sorry, I that was that was the sound of my heart being pierced. I have since learned to appreciate other stuffings and i'm certain that there are delicious stuffings but matt it, i it's like the elephant it's like the baby elephant in the rope you know they're talking about like little little you know they tie up an elephant at the circus big mm-hmm. beautiful gorgeous animal with a rope yes. around its leg and someone asks hey why doesn't the elephant just like break that rope and just walk wherever it wants and they explain they're like Oh, when the elephant is a baby, it's not strong enough to break the rope. And so it goes its whole life thinking that it's never strong enough to break the rope. Why would you make me so sad at the top of this podcast? Because <laughs> I want you to understand my unhealthy relationship with stuffing, Matt. I, 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 I have a depression now. <laughs> you, have, you have and depression. Well, I had it before, but yeah. it's activated. But now I'm looking at it. Now it's staring me in the face. You and your elephant rope. Yep. So that's that's me and Stouffer Stovetop stuffing. I never knew different. So like that is the only stuffing for me. Can I jump in on the Stovers? Please. Stovetop? Please. We would have occasionally Stover's Stovetop stuffing as like a side dish to just a regular dinner from time to time. Oh, yeah. Same. Right. Like a... like. A chicken or a turkey, some some yeah. probably a poultry based meal throughout yeah. the year, but that stuffing was not the stuffing that was the main attraction on Thanksgiving. Oh. That was a, a a true Thanksgiving stuffing, and to be honest, I think it was an even split of bread and meat. If mm. I'm being honest, what meat? Oh, I don't know because I know like some people, some people get wild with it. Like there's like oyster. In their stuffing. No, there wasn't any goddamn fish in there. I'll tell you that. I, that that blows my Matt. Also, like I I cannot wait. Emphasize... I'm sorry. Who is putting oyster in the guts of a turkey? Which leads me directly to my next point. Just to put in perspective, how like fucking dialed into Stouffer stovetop stuffing I was. Uh-huh. It never fucking occurred to me that the stuffing goes inside the bird. <laughs> our shit was cooked in a pot well the first time i was like oh yeah we dress like i saw people stuff like you gotta be fucking with me sure and you never questioned why it was called stuffing not for a single second and that fucks with me to this day so we would always have 
it, so I want to make it very clear. Mm-hmm. I am passionate about the stuffing as a Thanksgiving staple. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Recently, I there was a Thanksgiving in recent memory. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm going to say, which did not feature stuffing. Fuck and that's that. fine. You know, I didn't, you know, whoever prepared it, you know, was very gracious to be preparing a meal. I didn't prepare the meal. But what I wasn't prepared for was for the 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 rage that erupted inside of my very soul <laughs> when I learned after bowl and platter and and this and that came came out to the table and none of them were stuffing. It's it set in that the stuffing wasn't coming and that I was alone. I've been in that situation and like you get that feeling of like effort you get that twinge of like there's no stuffing and then I'm this upset because yeah, exactly. no, and then you're upset at yourself for being upset about it nope didn't get to that part I was justified uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no I, I I I did not berate myself of all the things I berate myself for Eric this was not one this of them was not one of them but I, in fact, in fact, I will compliment myself for having not said anything. <laughs> I can, I can see the look on your face. I was, I don't know why I, I shouldn't feel like I'm being interrogated on this podcast right now. I was a gracious guest. I didn't say a word, but inside, I was a like a like a withering tree. <laughs> <laughs> like a, like a, like you know, you know how like in science class you'd watch a, a video at the beginning of like a Bill Nye segment of a flower decaying in in yeah. fast motion. That was me. <laughs> Despite that, I said nothing. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't fly into a rage or burn the house down. Did I? And for that, I should be celebrated. Get this man in office. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Uh, shit. Again, uh, because I was very appreciative of the meal. Mm -hmm. It was very good. Otherwise, actually. Otherwise. (laughs) Otherwise. Otherwise. Stuffing withstanding. Yeah. I, I can't even I can't even act like I, I, I wouldn't be super bummed. I, I get super bummed I'm eating super bummed. A, and like irrationally just upset and ashamed. I, I I get ashamed, but I know we're sort of riffing on the from the original prompt, but let me ask you this. Yeah. What is your Thanksgiving plate lineup what is and i and i'm and when i say lineup i mean what does plate one look like yeah what does plate two look like what does subsequent plates yeah yeah so p1 p1 quarter one of thanksgiving my plate huge just obscene dollops of the following sides okay mashed potatoes bam Green beans. Gotta have it. My mom's sweet potato casserole. Personal. Love the touch. Oh. Candied pecans in it. It's, it's. We don't even, it's so good. Like we don't even fucks with marshmallows. We don't need them. Matt, I will, I will try. It's the side. It is my peak Thanksgiving side. That's good. I will be upset if stuffing is not present. I will be devastated. Beyond, like beyond reckoning, without the without my mom's sweet potato casserole, it is the best thing on earth. So then, so I've got the green beans, I've got the mashed potatoes, I've got the sweet potatoes, I got the stuffing. Usually, just a normal like plain ass bread roll, some uh, sure. or like a like a dab of butter, dab of butter, dab little little, little dab of dab of butter, uh, dab cranberry butter. sauce. Side tangent: What's your preferred cranberry sauce? Uh, configuration the uh, discs or the chunks it being in the trash uh okay okay <laughs> now now hold on okay i say that slightly jokingly because i don't personally care for cranberry sauce mm-hmm. however if it were not present i'd feel weird okay that's fair and i usually get i usually get a, a, a selection of it on mm-hmm. p1 
because it feels obligatory. Mm-hmm. And it feels as though it's been a 31-year struggle of me trying cranberry sauce, thinking, this is the year. Is it the candy corn of sides? No, I like candy corn. I do, And too. I'll go to bat. And Okay, good. <laughs> I, I thought we were going to have to have it no, out about candy. I thought we'd have to have a third corn. tangent of this question. I know I know the teens like memeing about how bad candy corn is, but I fucking love candy corn. Yeah, it's fun to meme about candy corn. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But come on, you yeah. know you eat that shit. Yeah. So, all that being said, I've got my my array of sides. The sides are really all I care about at Thanksgiving. The turkey oh, is cherry on top. My dad makes bitch in turkey. He makes deep fried turkey, which Oh, does he? Have now? you ever had it? I I have, and it has quite the story behind it, but that would be a whole okay. other well, podcast. We'll put, we'll it is good. The we'll deep fried a, turkey yeah. is good. We'll put a pin in that. We'll put um, a pin in that for another. Atop my mountain of side. Main segment. Uh, <laughs> so atop my 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 mountain range of sides, I slam a a turkey leg on top of that. I'm a fool for a turkey leg at Thanksgiving. And I destroy that. What yes. so that's my P1. What's your P1? Uh my P1 involves i i would say the first thing i add is the selection of turkey mm. and the oh so you entomb it within the sides yes okay well i like to know yeah you start with the biggest portion um i like a couple slices of like the white meat but in i have felt i don't know if you have a different opinion but as i grew the turkey legs were originally reserved for my father oh yeah grandfather same 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 deal yeah dad yeah they got the two legs and there came a point where my grandfather was no longer with us Mm -hmm. so he no longer got the turkey leg and my brother was getting the turkey leg but he sort of like fell out of wanting the turkey leg and somewhere along the line I became the second turkey leg person. They passed and it, the blade to you. It truly feels like a status elevation. <laughs> <laughs> so even in other, like, and my dad actually now doesn't always like the turkey leg anymore. But we were, like, we were at a Thanksgiving with uh, an, another family that made it. And, like, my dad didn't get the turkey leg. And the other dad involved didn't get the turkey leg and my brother didn't want it but I, and i know this because i was like now matt you do not have right of turkey leg <laughs> in this house you do not have the rightful claim <laughs> you are not the rightful heir to this turkey leg <laughs> so anyway all of that to say i get a little smirk on my face when i get that turkey leg oh man yeah but i like to put it on top of I like to put it on top of one like thinner slice of white meat, so I have them. So I have them both. Yeah, I put a heaping pile of stuffing mm-hmm. on that plate, and then whatever sides we got room for, you know, gotta get got gotta get something green. The mm-hmm. green beans got to appear. Uh, the potatoes, obviously, mashed yep. potatoes, gotta get on there. I'd say that the the P one sides are heavily dominated by stuffing and potatoes, and P two is like if there's any turkey involved in P two, there's like a couple of chunks of like white meat, like small turkey selection, followed by more stuffing and more of whatever else I have room for. And I don't think there's a P three for me. What about you? So. Well, there's a dessert plate. Oh, yes. That's a whole other thing. Um, P2. P2. P2, assuming we're still on the meat train. We'll assume we are. P2 is where I move to from the leg to the wing. If one if one is still in play. If there's a wing in play, I will grab a wing. They get super crispy and awesome. Mm-hmm. Do like a wing. I re-up on everything except for cranberry sauce and green beans at this point. This is where I've gone full glutton. I'm just in consume mode. Yes. P3. If I have the will. 
If you have the stamina. If I have the stamina. If the tryptopan has not taken over your yes. veins. If I can face my demons, I will grab two slices of bread. I will toast them and I will build a turkey sandwich. You will, you will, hold on. I was thinking you were going to say like, oh, I'd have one more scoop of this or whatever. You're introducing a whole sandwich as P3? Correct. And that sandwich, Matthew, which a a grim reflection of the sandwich I will make the following morning with leftovers will be slices of turkey, stuffing, sweet potato casserole. I'll throw some fucking green beans in there. I don't give a fuck mayonnaise on the bread gravy poured over the whole thing i will it met it'll look wow it'll i can imagine it yeah i'm seeing it yeah let me ask you this the so i think i am of the opinion that the leftovers of thanksgiving is is a tradition all onto itself oh it's a second holiday but i have never thought to make like a combo sandwich oh yeah that's I'm gonna try it, but let me tell you let me let me tell you this: your mayonnaise, and I know we're gonna get mail about this. Mm-hmm. The I think one of the simplest joys in this world related to Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I think one of the simplest joys in this world is taking cold turkey and dipping it in mayonnaise. So cold, I said. I said cold. Twitter hashtag will be hashtag Mayogate. Um, y'all want to get at us on that? Uh, start loading up those servers now. We'll do a whole episode on Mayo-related questions. Oh yes. Oh, now we have to. Now that that demands. I spoke it. An episode. Uh, God. <laughs> I. I. I'm. I, I've realized dipping cold leftover turkey into mayonnaise is occupies that same part of my brain that when I was in high school, I dated a girl who buttered her Pop-Tarts. Uh, which I have not. Yeah, I, I have not either. And I was not disgusted by it. I was just, I was, it, cold turkey and mayonnaise? Yeah, it's it's pure and it's delicious. Okay. I want to point out that I think we are well removed from the question. Oh, absolutely. And mostly I, bread. Um, I would say mostly bread. Mostly the bread. Stovetop is only bread, right? Yeah, it's, it's pure. It's pure bread. It's turkey flavored or it's chicken sure, flavored. Sure, of course it is. Chicken. It should, and so it should be. Yeah. Um, if you do, I want to I want to hear more from the meat side. Um, so if y'all. If y'all get down with meat in your stuffing, especially, specifically, if you put mm-hmm. oyster in your stuffing, get at me. Let me know what that's about. Let me know about your life. Yeah. I also have questions about your life yeah. decisions. That's yeah. what you We can bring you on the show. We'll interview you. <laughs> yes. I'll I, make, mean, I can make that promise. Listen, we've had some people request guestship, but we'll jump the line for you, oh, oyster yeah. stuffing oh, person. Yeah. All right. Uh, good. So, Matt, I got a quick question for you. Oh, yeah, sure. Go ahead. Is coffee cake a cake or a muffin? And that's from Carissa Hatfield. Uh, Wow. First of all, I want to say great question. Beautiful question. I'm very passionate also about uh, coffee cake. Um, I I think it hmm, comes down to shape. I think it comes down to shape. shape. That's exactly what I was going to say. Because you can have a coffee cake shaped muffin and it is a muffin yes if it has a muffin top it's a muffin it's a muffin it's a muffin i would i would make i think i'll make the somewhat bold claim i don't think coffee actually hmm. no here we go i don't think coffee cake is a muffin i think there are coffee cake flavored muffins mm. okay all right i'll go down this path with you yeah because because for me coffee cake it has a it has a consistency that I just don't think jives with muffin too well. There's a density to muffin, whereas coffee cake is like supposed to be like crumbly. Yes, and that does not lend itself to something you have to peel, yes. like the muffin coffin out what, off of it. What I think is possible is you can get a in quotes 
coffee cake muffin. Mm-hmm. If you are using a coffee cake such as the one that comes out of a plastic sleeve at Starbucks. Mm. Mm-hmm. The Starbucks coffee cake, which I love, <laughs> is muffinable. However, I love that word. What I would think, and people can attack me if they want, but what I feel is the king of the mass-produced coffee cakes, the Entenmann's coffee cake. Yes, the coffee, the donut sticks. Or or the, the donut sticks are like a whole other thing. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, no, but we are the, we are the 100% coffee cake has like white powdered sugar yep. all over the top. It's, it looks like a if you were to zoom in on it, it looks like a mountain range. Yeah, it's got like those weird they're not crumbles, they're like pellets. They're like little pellets. Like little, oh no, no, no. Those those are on the Entenmann's donuts. Man, I am gonna be promoting the hell out of so many products that aren't paying us. <laughs> All I know is I fucking agree with you because I've been I've been smashing on donut sticks and Entenmann's coffee cakes since, until again in the Stouffer verse. That's all I knew. Like growing up, that's all we mm-hmm. we just had the Entenmann's versions of these things. And I'll say this: in also in the mass produced area, it's not mass produced, but it is branded the Wegmans coffee cake mm. is a is essentially a Wegman you know made in Wegman bakery version of the Entenmann's coffee cake it looks exactly the same but it is Wild. better Ooh. it is better i will give that to Wegman okay so i think it comes down to shape but you look at the Entenmann's coffee cake you can't put that in the muff in a no. muffin shape no what part of that i already need like a plate and five napkins to act as like a tarp when I eat normal coffee cake, the concept of bringing that, introducing that to a muffin, a, a, a food that demands to be eaten on the go, or like <laughs> yes. casually, that makes me nauseous. <laughs> that upsets me greatly. Yeah, no one, I mean, I guess people do, and people are going to at me about this maybe, but like no one's ordering a muffin at, a table to sit down with a fork and eat. They're not ordering it. They're not eating a muffin unless it's already there. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh yeah. If you sit down at a table and there's like a a bowl of smaller muffins, yeah. sure, get one of them muffins. But like, no one is looking at the menu, seeing a bunch of options, and going, mm, "Yeah, I'll take the muffin." No one's doing that. No, I don't think. Mm. Are they? If you do, get at us on Instagram, uh, hashtag MuffinGate. We'll bring you on the Ooh, show. How many gates we'll do, are we we'll going to get? We'll kind of do like a round robin interview with you and Oyster person. Yeah, we'll get Oyster, and especially if you're the same person. Oh, fuck me up. I can only imagine that they're the same person. They have to be the same person. I hope they are for the sake of our interviews. <laughs> yes. So I, I'm, I'm, very, I'm very on the... The, I don't think coffee cake is a muffin. I think there are coffee cake flavored muffins that have like mm-hmm. the tastes and some elements of a coffee yeah, cake. Yeah, like coffee cake inspired muffins. Yeah. A deconstructed, reconstructed coffee cake in the shape of a muffin. Yes, I agree. And uh, frankly, what else would it be except a cake? Yeah. And this, I mean, this begs, this begs the the cheesecake cake or pie question that's a question oh you Matt there are you mean to tell me there are people on this planet earth that believe cheesecake sorry let me just make sure that got picked up cheesecake is a pie oh Matt we're gonna have words <laughs> you oh, are one of oh, these people Matthew Matthew, this we we really tangented the first question. Let's really just unpack this real quick. So, Matt, first off, before we even get into this, you were sitting your happy ass down to make a cheesecake. Yes. So what is the first thing you need in order to build this cheesecake? What's the first thing? That before anything else can get, you know, introduced into the mix, what foundation upon which you rest your cheesecake kingdom do you require? 
You mean to tell me your definition of a pie comes down to the crust? Crust and filling? Yes, Matt. It's not filling, though. But is So what's it doing in the crust, Matt? It, okay. Just okay, stopping but, by for a visit? Okay. If you surround... Mm-hmm. Go on. I'm listening. Okay. Let me ask you this. Yes. <laughs> Let's go down this fucking hole. Would you say that a pizza is defined by it, the presence of crust? Matthew, it is a part. It is a part. It is a component of pizza. Mateo. If you just had the crust, if I handed you a a crust-only pizza from Pizza Hut, that is bread. That is a discus of bread. Now we're getting into how, like, pie pie definition vis-a-vis bread and bread and other things. So a pizza flat ass bread unless you're in chicago we're not even going there where there are no laws no pizza laws in correct chai town Fucking i don't think anyone calls it that in real life anyway shut it huh Br- flat bread upon which sauce cheese toppings are placed oh my God. are they are laid uh-huh, uh-huh. as if at an altar to some unseen god. Pie, the crust, is a valley. It is a basin in which the filling is poured and laid and then and forged into a pie. So let me ask you this. Okay. Okay? Okay. You have a cake. Yes. You got a perfectly fine cake. All right. If you surround that cake yep. with a nice decorative convention called marzipan mm-hmm. for our great British Big Show friends, you put mar- marzipan around mm. your cake. Is that not a crust-like container that you're putting around your cake? Does that then become an upside-down pie? Does. All right. All right. Fuck. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Watch him falter. Marzipan. If I take a fork, if I take a goddamn fork, Matt, and I yeah. stab a crust, mm-hmm. like a pie crust, like a pie crust. I understand. <laughs> if what I a pie crust stab is. a pie crust, what in the teachings of Paul Hollywood, Mary Berry, would happen if I am stabbing a crust with a utensil? I suppose it would flake and crack. Now, Matthew, what happens if I take that self-same fork and stab marzipan? It would go straight through it. But let me it ask you this: It would go straight through it because only look at a, a pie. Mad take man. A, take, okay, but but you're, what you're discounting is that the crusts are not the same for a pie. And a cheesecake. If you're looking at your general cheesecake, what is the main component of that crust? Well, that'll vary. But usually some kind of graham cracker. Some type of graham cracker is the base Uh cheesecake crust. Last I checked, graham crackers, as one who bakes, Mm -hmm. last I checked, graham crackers were not part of a fucking apple pie crust. All right, Matt. All right, Matt. Matt, all right. So let's talk about crust ingredients. I'm making a fucking crust. Yeah, let's. I'm making a fucking crust. I there got, you are. I got flour. Look I at got, you. I got egg, I think. <laughs> Maybe some salt. Some, some, I think you better have some salt. Some, some yeah. water, some liquid. What are you making now? Some water, some liquid. What are you throwing in there? Am I my crust? You gotta get some liquid. What, would you just make your fucking crust out of dry ass flour? No, let me tell you. First of all, let me tell you the last crust I made. Tell me how you make the, crust. The last crust I made for a cheesecake was an Oreo based crust okay. that involved an entire packet of Oreos just for the crust. It was. It was actually, if I remember correctly, it was sugar, sugar, Oreos. And butter was the crust that I made for the cheesecake. Now, okay, for the cheesecake. 
for the for my right. white chocolate Oreo crust cheesecake, it's fucking delicious, listeners. Let me tell you. And I'm gonna be real right now. That sounds like super fucking delicious. And... I'm gonna tell you this right now, Eric. From me to you, it's a godsend. God. So now, now, if you were making a pie crust, have you ever just made a straight up pie crust? Uh, I have made a pie crust, but I yes, I've made a pie crust. I'm gonna name crust ingredients. You tell me the second this sounds like something that shouldn't go in crust. Flour, sugar. Good to go. Salt, uh, shortening. Okay. All right. Hey, Matt, I just listed off graham cracker ingredients. Okay. Okay. Graham cracker crust is just crust made out of crust. Okay. I will admit that you have pres- pre- you've, you've painted me into a corner. <laughs> I will admit. I will admit. All right. I don't like it, but I will admit it. Do you want some humble pie? Passes you a cheesecake. No, because that is a cheesecake. <laughs> I don't think the crust defines the cheesecake. And I think the cheesecake fucking factory would agree with me. Well, okay. What? Hmm. So. If you work for the cheesecake factory. <laughs> quick pl- quick plug for the cheesecake factory, too. <laughs> Hashtag Cheesegate. No one's going to sponsor us. We're just giving out free publicity. I think that's one. I I, I will say that's why I didn't. I didn't want to. That's why I was so hesitant to bring this up because this is such a can of worms. I I would be willing to bow to the authority of a Cheesecake Factory employee. Doesn't even need to be like a fucking VP of the company. I need like get me an on the ground employee someone who is slinging these cheesecake in these cheesecakes in the dark yes i think and you know what anyone who works in a baking capacity you also are a valued listener yeah give us your opinions on this because quite frankly we went way far away from the question which i might remind you is coffee cake a cake or a muffin (laughs) Uh, but yeah, coffee cake is a co- coffee cake is a cake, and it's definitely a cake. It, it can be um, it can be a flavor of muffin. It is not. It is absolutely. Not Thank you, uh, Carissa, for the question. Mm-hmm. Okay, Eric, I got a quick question for you. Yeah, go on, Matt. Uh, this one comes from my wife, Simply Lindsay, mm-hmm. on Instagram. What do the other turkeys say about the pardoned turkey? <laughs> Oh, we have fun. We have fun on this podcast, don't we? With turkey noises. Yep. yep. Uh, <laughs> cheesecake, turkey noises, mayonnaise. So, what do the other turkeys say about the part of turkey? Do you think they talk shit? It does say the question does stipulate. What did they say about yeah. the part in turkey? Yeah. So, which suggests a level of of cattiness, cattiness, chatty, catty turkeys. This is a difficult question because people, I think, have have strong opinions about the presidential pardoning of turkeys. Mm-hmm. I know there are people out here who think it's a waste of time and all mm-hmm. this stuff. And obviously, the people who don't think turkeys should be consumed have some strong opinions which about is, it as well. Which is fair. I, however, enjoy the presidential pardoning of a turkey. I think it is a fun little tradition. Mm-hmm. It brings some levity to what is normally, not so much the last four years, but normally a very professional office. <laughs> a very highly regarded person yeah. having a little fun. Did did Trump pardon any turkeys? I think he pardoned turkeys like the first two years and then he like hated doing it so he didn't do it. What was he, lo- what was he worried about? Looking like a fucking moron? <laughs> you know, it might occur. Uh, who knows what crosses his mind? <laughs> So, actually, this is one of those things I guarantee you know way more about this than I do. Is there a legal document? Like, is there, is this a legal procedure? I don't think there's a legal procedure. I think this is pure theater, I think. All right. What happens to the turkey afterward? You know, to be honest with you, I also don't know Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay. I have consulted Wikipedia on the subject of... National Thanksgiving Turkey Presentation, I guess is the official name, Uh which dates back to the 1940s. Okay. 
However, it dates back to the 1940s, but it became a tradition for the president to pardon uh, the turkey, sparing the turkey's life during the presidency of George H.W. Bush. So it's a, the pardoning is relatively recent. Okay. I don't see anything that actually says what happens to them afterwards. Which kind of tells me everything I need to know. Trump has pardoned a turkey in 2017, 2018, and 2019. So he's pardoned a turkey every year. All right. He last year was butter, a 47-pound turkey with a height of 31 inches. It was chosen over bread, a 45-pound turkey with a height of 32 inches. All right. Oh, no. Both were from Butterball contract farmer Welly Jackson. So... That makes it real. <laughs> let's talk about this fucking drive home for Willie. Willie had to go into the tur- turkey coop? He that okay, now this is super fucked up. Because yeah, he had to go into the into the coop. And he said, Alright, you two. One of you gets to come back like one of you will win his freedom this day. Mm-hmm. And the other one had to watch. The other one get pardoned. And then come back and we can, I think we can all assume what happened to bread. Yeah. Holy shit. And of all things, he was, he turned into, he was a butterball. He was a butt. Oh my God. And he had to what? Like, you know, he was there. And you know, so here we have, we have these two being selected for judgment, but on the other side of the coop, we've got a row, rows, I'd assume, of turkeys who are just staring like, these two, butter and bread, are the finalists? Really? What did I do to deserve? (laughs) Was I not swift enough? Did I not gorge on enough corn? Were my plumes not grand enough? (laughs) God, yeah, I feel like... God, I feel like, honestly, it's, it's going to be super depressing for the turkey who gets pardoned. Because he's just going to listen to the other yeah. the other turkeys talk to each other like, was I not good enough? Yeah, he, well, he's also going to come back to, if he, assuming he comes back, assuming the pardon yes. is real and he is not killed, he's going to come back. Butter comes back from his pardoning last year to an empty coop. All of his friends are dead. All of his friends are dead. And he begins to sing Empty Chairs at Empty Tables from Les Mis, alone in the coop. Oh, my God. Empty stalls and empty coops. Is he is he voiced by Redman? <laughs> you mean Redmane? <laughs> Redmane? Is he voiced by Redmane? I couldn't even remember I, his Eddie first name. Eddie Redmane, yes. I I think he is. I think Butter, Butter comes back. He sings this beautiful tune. I'm just imagining Eddie Redmane's head on a turkey. Yeah, absolutely. So Eddie... So Eddie Redmayne, Turkey Redmayne. Turkey Redmayne sings his sad ballad all alone in, in I don't know what turkeys live in, hay and... With his weird mouth. What? He's a weird mouth. Who? Eddie Redmayne? Are you just looking at pictures of Eddie Redmayne now? No, I can see it in my head. That's how weird it is. <laughs> it's not that weird of a mouth. It's not. It's not. It's not an ugly mouth. He's an Eddie. Every Eddie Redmayne is an attractive person. I don't think anyone's arguing that with a weird mouth. He. I know what you're t- referencing. You're referencing this weird like dip that happens when he smiles. His weird dip when he smiles, and when he sings, his mouth does real wild shit. Yeah. No, I get that, but nevertheless, I don't think that affects Turkey Redmayne. No. 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 Turkey Redmayne don't give a fuck. Turkey Redmayne is dealing with a lot of shit right now. And honestly, I'm not trying to put any more on his plate. No, he's coming back. He's going through, you know, a, a, a finale. <laughs> I like I'm picturing it. He has survivor's remorse. Survivor's remorse. Like as the turkeys are being herded into the slaughterhouse there. I, I imagine it's like a bunch of turkeys turning to Eddie Red Turkey Redmayne and being like, remember us. Do not forget our faces. Take my child, like a turkey trying to pass a smaller turkey over the fence. Eddie Redmayne, he's like, I can't. I don't have hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Eric! Yeah, man. What a it's oh. it's super fucked up. Wow, 
this might change my opinion of the presidential party. Yeah, no, it's like you're you're dooming this turkey to a fucked up existence. I'll take off my glasses too, since this is really getting serious. <laughs> that's how you know shit got real. When you're pointing your glasses at me in the camera, that's how I know yeah. this is a serious Yeah. This has hit a serious nerve. <laughs> <laughs> like that part of the ted talk where it's been laughs 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 now let's talk about someone i know who died you know i still like the pardon though uh great question Lindsay. (laughs) yeah i like the pardon it's still fun it is just making me realize that there's a horrible horrible underbelly to that much you know what it is you know what it is it's Mm -hmm. much like that rope on the elephant's foot (sighs) Full fucking circle, man. Full circle. Okay, well, thank you, Simply Lindsay, for the question. I think that, I think we've answered the question. And we, like you said, a full circle moment to this podcast episode, episode four, before, of course, we get into our weird news. But let Mm. me just say this. We had other questions planned, didn't get to them because we had to get into the weeds about pie crust and cake crust. And cold turkey and mayonnaise. And cold turkey and mayonnaise and other hot takes. So we're gonna have to save some questions for next time, but that's fine. We still need questions. Oh please. And also, you know, we love the feedback. Let us know that we, this is nascent stages uh, still. I'd say mm-hmm. early days. We're we're evolving. We're growing. We're popping off. We're like freeform jazz. I gotta say, I kind of like just going quick question to quick question. I love it. I'm. I love it so much. It makes me feel like we have a hit NPR show. Yes. <laughs> Which, of course, I assume we will. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So thank you all for the questions. Send them, please, to you didn't ask for this at gmail.com or you didn't ask pod on Instagram or Twitter. That's letter U, didn't ask pod. And also drop us some reviews. Let me say that. Oh my god, yeah. You can also ask us reviews in a in a review posting if you want, but if you know. You more importantly, leave us a review if you've listened to the podcast, leave a review. You you know that's that's what you know promotes within the podcast community. That's what gets us up the charts and right now I can only assume we're we're so far down the charts that <laughs> they have to go to like a Raiders of the Lost Ark type warehouse to find the paper record of where we rank. There's some guy typing up our download quotas. Yeah, he won't even enter it into a computer because it offends him. And that's because you didn't review us. So send us a review, please. Five stars. Thank you. (laughs) Oh, now, now we sound like DoorDash drivers who are like, leave a big tip when they leave. Hey, it's your delivery driver, Han Solo. Tip, 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 tip. What? That, I had that happen. He said, you had a delivery driver say Han Solo? No, yeah, I bet, I bet, I noticed why my, my drivers have been like giving themselves cute names. I like it. I enjoyed it a lot. One one was named Han Solo. Wow. And, and like, like, he's like, oh, it's Han Solo pulling up in the Millennium Falcon. It's like. That is the least Han Solo thing he could have said. Yeah. Yeah, if he was a real man, he would have crashed through my living room window <laughs> yelling "Woohoo!" <laughs> yeah, he would have. <laughs> Here's your Taco Bell. Should we get into some weird news before we bid everyone an adieu? Yeah. Yeah, let's get into some weird news. What do you got for us, Eric? So, um, kids, don't worry, don't panic. I'm not abandoning the Canastota Clipper. It is, it is still there in our hearts. I'm going to give it a little little breathing room. Don't want to overwhelm. But this mm. is an article from the Mancelona Herald, April 13th, 1922. Oh, still, still a classic oh, weird news. still in the past. Title of the article, Main Man Counts Peas for a Month and Wins Bet of $2.50. Oh, this is going to be good. To win a wager of $2.50, Henry Parrish of Medibumps, Maine. Medibumps? Medibumps, Maine. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt. No, no, it's yeah, it sounds like a like a weird old-timey venereal disease. Ah, <laughs> oh, I got a case of the Medibumps. Don't worry, son. It it also sounds like it it would be one of the hobbits. 
Yes, yes. It's the Hobbit that didn't get to come along. It did not get to come along. No. He's the odd one. Anyway, not, Merry Bumps. Yeah. Medi Bumps. Medi Bumps. Medi, Medi Bumps. Medi which, Bumps. Yeah. It's got the the weird pretentious accent built into it. Medi Bumps. Um, to win a wager of $2.50, Henry Parrish of Medi Bumps, Maine, has spent nearly a month counting peas. His eyes are in such condition that whether open or shut, he sees peas and quart cans. When he sleeps, he dreams of peas and quart cans. On Washington's birthday, Parrish and neighbor named Wainwright engaged in an argument. Bet you $2.50 I can count a million peas between now and the middle of March, said Parrish. What an oddly specific time frame. Said Wainwright, I'll take that bet. You can count them and put them in glass fruit jars. People were oddly specific back then. Oh my God. Parrish began. He took all his wife's empty fruit jars and all the peas he could borrow. And by Saturday night, he had counted 100,000. This gave him hope. And he began to boast to Wainwright. I'll tell you what I'll do, said Wainwright. If you count the peas without making a mistake, I'll eat them all in two weeks. If you overcount or undercount, you eat them. Oh my God. Parrish took this bet and counted the first batch over again to be sure he had made no error. I would too, to be honest. Yep. Finding that he was three peas out of the way, he got nervous. Also super fucking impressive that he counted 100,000 and was only three off. Yeah, really? A couple of days ago, Parrish finished in a rush and took all the cans over to Wainwright's house. There's the peas. Now eat them, he commanded. And fork over the $2.50. But how do I know you have counted correctly, protested Wainwright. You don't, so count them yourself chuckled Parrish. Well, I guess I'll take it for granted if you'll let me off on eating them, said Wainwright, after thinking it over. I'll pay you the $2.50 and call it square. So, so far, cute heartwarming. Oh, no, you don't, gurgled Parrish. A bet's a bet, and you've got to count them. Then I'll bet you have to eat them. Wainwright is now counting peas to see whether he does or does not have to eat them. Wow. Yeah. What what a bet. What a simpler time. I would not. I know inflation has wreaked havoc on this story, obviously, mm-hmm. but I would not take that bet for $2.50 or whatever. No. Also, he borrowed the peas. Yeah, I'm curious about the borrowing since we knew these peas were going to end up being eaten by the loser. This sounds like a grift. Yes. Like, the grift is, oh, i got to borrow peas for this bet. But then then you come back and you're like, oh, turns out the bet has increased, so now I, one of us has to eat them. I think they're both in on it. I think I think this is happening in, like, Depression era. Yeah. So, like, they just, they this was their grift to get a fuck ton of peas between them. What you got for us, Matt? Well, uh, mine is also slightly dated from 2013. Um, okay. It's this is turning into old news. Is turning <laughs> this segment. <laughs> See what I did there? Described it for what it was. Okay, this is coming to us from the Independent, so it's across the pond. Um, and here's what I got for you. You're gonna enjoy this, I think. Mm-hmm. Dolphins deliberately getting high on pufferfish nerve toxins by carefully chewing and passing them around. Feed me. Dolphins are thought of as one of the most intelligent species in the animal kingdom, and experts believe they have put their ingenuity to use in pursuit of getting, in quotes, high. (laughs) In extraordinary scenes filmed for a new documentary, Young dolphins were seen carefully manipulating a certain kind of pufferfish, which, if provoked, releases a nerve toxin. Though large doses of the toxin can be deadly, in small amounts it is known to produce a narcotic effect, and the dolphins appeared to have worked out how to make the fish release 
just the right amount. Carefully chewing on the pufferfish and passing it between one another, the marine mammals then enter what seems to be a trance-like state. The behavior was captured on camera by the makers of Dolphins, Spy in the Pod, a series produced for BBC One by the award-winning wildlife documentary producer John Downer. Rob Pilly, a zoologist who also worked as a producer on the series, told the Sunday Times, This was a case of young dolphins purposely experimenting with something we know to be intoxicating. After chewing the pufferfish gently and passing it around, they began acting most peculiarly hanging around with their noses at the surface as if fascinated by their own reflections. <laughs> it reminded us of that craze a few years ago when people started licking toads to get a buzz, especially the way they hung there in a daze afterwards. It was the most extraordinary thing to see. The documentary makers used spy cameras hidden in fake turtles, fish, and squid to film... 900 hours of footage showing dolphins in their natural habitats. It's fucking wild. These dolphins are literally passing a bowl around. Yeah. Fucking flippers, Bogart, and the pufferfish. This is... Oh, my God. Here we're talking about turkeys wondering what is going on with a part in Turkey. And meanwhile, across the pond, we've got dolphins getting high. British dolphins. And just floating near the surface, going, are my eyes really that big? Oh my god. Dude, there is a... Dude, 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 dude. There is a hole in my head. I... Did you... You've got one too. Hi. Hi, mate. Hi, come here. Come here. I'm starting to feel it now, but you think... You think that turtle's watching us? She's floating around. Oh, I don't think that's me, a turtle, man. Oh, that's what I'm saying, man. It's the government. Me. Government's watching us through turtles, man. <laughs> well, that was a great uh, segment of high dolphins that yeah. we're going to now oh, do at the end of dolphins. every every episode. Is that what we're going to do? Dolphins are fucking cool. Yeah, we do like a dialogue as high dolphins. No, at the end of every no. we couldn't. We couldn't possibly end segments that way. The man would have to be crazy. Man, man would have to be crazy to do that. So that's what I got for you. And so, again, if you're interested in seeing these, the the documentary is called Dolphins, Spy in the Pod. Uh, check it out. I guess it's from 2013. Yeah. It could, it could yeah. be out of print. It could have been so controversial, they, they banded it. They banded it? They banned it. They banded it. They banded it. it. I just like saying D's. Yeah. Banded it. Banded it. You know, I have to say, that's like, Matt, this episode... Smooth as butter. Top fucking notch this episode, yeah. if I do say so myself. Yeah. I felt very good about it. And, you know, let us know how you feel uh, How you feel about this. Do you, uh, do, you, do you need a main topic? Do you just want us to go where the conversation takes us? Wherever the wind takes us. Wherever the fugu fish takes us. That's... <laughs> fugu fish? It's the other name for puffer fish. Huh. I didn't know that. Yeah, I think. Oh, good. <laughs> Don't ask. Let's set those uh, corrections up in a line. Yeah. Yes, yeah. let us know your. Th- let us know where we're wrong. Let us know your thoughts on what did we cover? Crust, turkeys, mayo gate, mayonnaise. What was the other gate? We had mayo gate. We had cheese gate. We had frick. Too many gates. St- oh, we had yeah yeah we had we had more gates that we could shake a gate at. Um, just. Just, just gate, gate us. Hashtag gate, gate. Hashtag gate, gate. Gate, gate. Wow. So let us know your thoughts on all of all of the gates, and of course, send your questions, your complaints to you didn't ask for this at gmail.com. Also, you didn't ask pod on Instagram and Twitter. Just the letter U. Leave us a review, please. We got two on please. iTunes. We could use more. Subscribe to us, of course. You probably already are if you've listened this far. Um, and just thank you. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Eric, Eric, anything to add? Gang, we're so happy to be here with you. I'm having a great time, Eric, I gotta say. Yeah. Especially yeah. today. This was fu- this was a fun time today. This is a good time. This is a good fun time. I'm really craving a leftover 
the Thanksgiving leftover sandwich. I specifically really want stovetop stuffing right I now. Re- I'll fucking kill someone for some stover. And maybe a good cheesecake. Nice slice of cheesecake. You know, when you go to scoop it out of the pie tin <laughs> or pie plate that it's in. Oh, I can feel it. I can feel it boiling up. I've made a mistake. I don't know. All right. Thank you all. Um, do, we, do we have a new tagline for today's episode? Ooh, hold on. Submit your taglines to us along with everything else we've requested from you. I know we're putting a lot on you, but, you know, it's the least you can do, really. I mean, we sit here and record it for you, after all. Um, no, yeah, send us send us taglines. Send us taglines. I'm going to say... Here, I, I think I might got one. Okay, hit, hit us with it. Uh, well, set me up, Doug. Give me that first half. You got it. Uh, here we come. You ready? Yeah. You didn't ask. Or did you? Boom, boom, boom. We'll see you in two weeks. Bye-bye. Bye, sweeties. Oh, man. Man, I can't take it anymore. It feels like the whole surface is moving. I know, mate. It is as cold air. You've got to breathe. Why have you become a Ringo star, Dolphin? <laughs> oh, don't look at me, mate. I'm just a dolphin. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's good.